1: Welcome to another episode of Marketing Tips for Doctors. I'm your host, Dr. Barbara Hales. Today, we have with us a very interesting person, Tom Schwab. Have you ever thought your digital marketing might actually be hurting your business? Sounds really counterproductive, doesn't it? That you are not breaking through the noise, you're just adding to it? Perhaps you are not one funnel away. Maybe that funnel is stopping the big fish you want. Our guest today has a refreshingly new view. Tom Schwab asks you to consider that you are just one conversation away. That is his experience and that data working with over 700 leading brands as the chief evangelist officer at Interview Valet, where he helps thought leaders get heard on targeted podcast interviews. If you want a rich life and a profitable business, Tom believes you are just one conversation away. Welcome to the show, Tom.
0: Well, thank you, Barbara. I'm thrilled to be here.
1: Tell me, how can doctors with a local patient base benefit from national exposure on podcasts? And it's like
0: when people start to look at what what physicians they want to go to, where they want to get their care, I would ask you, are they looking at what park bench they're on, what social media, or are they looking at who's the expert? And if you're seen on a national program, that can give you expertise, right? You look at the doctors that have built up their practices by being the medical spokesman for the local television station or the national one. It gives you a different statue of prestige when you can say, yeah, I was interviewed on this podcast. And it's a great proof source that people can use in order to use it in other marketing, in your emails to your patients, into local articles, press releases, things like that. Just that exposure on a national level, even if your clients are only local
1: that's absolutely true when you can say you were on a tv station or when patients themselves say wow that's a celebrity i would like to go to that person obviously they think that tv vets people so if they were on a tv station or a podcast show obviously they are the expert
0: in their field very much and even the search engines value that too because often if you've got the same name as someone else right you google that person's name and it's going to be the person that has the most links to them the most exposure out there on a national level so you don't want them to be looking for the tom schwab who happens to be a great surgeon up in grand rapids not me and find somebody in a different state just because he's got more more national media
1: OK, and we're not talking about the Tom Schwab, who is a financial guru. Either. No, Tom, should people be considering starting a podcast or should they just be guesting on other shows? I know, obviously, when they're first getting into that foray, it's a whole lot cheaper just being a guest than to try to figure out all of the things that they would have to do in starting a podcast, not to mention the expense that they would incur. What is? What are your thoughts about that?
0: Yeah, and today everybody's saying, oh, you should have a podcast. And sometimes I look at it as like Uber, right? Should you be an Uber driver or an Uber passenger? Really, it depends what your goals are, right? So if you want to nurture your current customers, your current clients, Then you could have your own podcast. But if you want to go out and get new exposure, get new clients, get new backlinks to your website, you've got to go out onto other audiences. And think about it from a local perspective, too. You could do a seminar in your office. How many people would show up for that? Or you could get invited to speak at other people's events. And if they're willing to do all the work to set that up and all you have to do is show up and talk about your passion, which is your practice and how you help patients, why wouldn't you go that way? And I think you get much more bang for the buck, return on investment of your time. The other thing I always warn people when they start a podcast is it's a commitment. Most podcasts, 80% of podcasts die within the first 10 episodes. It's harder to do than you would expect. And to show up there week after week when you've got other commitments is tough. So you don't want to start a podcast, tell everybody about it, and a quarter later, they say, how's your podcast going? And you say, oh, I killed that one off. Much better, (laughs) much better to be a guest on other people's show and make the best use of your time.
1: Yes, absolutely. A little embarrassing the other way. You mentioned that traditional digital marketing could hurt your business. Can you explain what you mean by that?
0: Yeah, there's a prestige that certain professions have, right? I'm probably not going to hire a lawyer, a high level lawyer for my business. If I see them on the bus that goes by, or if I see them above the urinal, right? And now, now it may work for them, but I tell you what, they're probably not going after the best clients. And there's a prestige that goes along with that. There's prestige for the person that advertises on the placemats at the local diner versus the one that advertises in the who's who of the big, big city publication, right? So you want to make sure that where you're seen is consistent with where your clients are and where they expect you to be seen. And Barbara, I'll give you an example here. Early on, my daughter said, dad, you need to be on Instagram. And I said, why? Why? And she says, everybody's on Instagram. And granted, this was probably seven or eight years ago. And I said, who's everybody? And she said, me and all my friends. So my clients weren't there. And if I was seen there, it would probably hurt me. If your patient base is younger people, right? Maybe you want to be on TikTok. But if your patient base is older, That could actually hurt you. And maybe it's not even the patient base. Maybe it's who's paying. Maybe you're not really going after the patients, but their parents, the decision makers on that. So always ask yourself, I don't need to be seen everywhere. I just want to be seen where it helps me and it helps my image and helps me get better clients. Because at the end of the day, we're all working harder for less. So instead of going for the lowest common denominator, use your marketing to find better patients that will appreciate what you do and pay for it also.
1: So I can assume that you and your daughter are not practicing your TikTok dance moves.
0: <laughs> um, she may be, but I am not. I'm like, I don't have to prove to people that I'm Okay, I'll say an old white guy, middle-aged white guy on TikTok that can't dance. My clients are more on LinkedIn. They're listening to podcasts. They're probably not making buying decisions, especially at that level based off of TikTok.
1: This episode is sponsored by Building Forward Now. Are you struggling to get you and your team engaged? By changing the way you see your work, you will transform how you manage and engage your team. Here is how you can make a simple yet powerful difference. Get five steps to create an engaged team, a free eight page ebook where you will read five easy ways you can implement right now at no cost and immediate results you'll learn that you can proactively address the employee churn facing your practice or business. Why spend time and money constantly training new staff? Simply go to subscribe-age.io forward slash five dash steps dash form dash David by Dr. David Blake, who guides practice and business owners how to foster workforce engagements. The address will appear in the show notes. Now, a return to our podcast. Tom, do you have an example of a doctor who leveraged podcast interview marketing?
0: Very much. So I can think of a couple of them. One is Dr. Kaplan out of the Washington, D.C. area. And so he's a noted researcher. He's also got a clinic there. He always talks about that he works with the people that everyone else has given up on. And he did some great research that showed what the root causes of some of these diseases were. And he had a book that went along with it. He had two different audiences that he was going after. He was going after physicians who could potentially refer patients to him, but also he wanted to talk to his patients. So he had this business to business vertical, and then a business to consumer. So he went out and ran two different conferences. He did one that was based out of Georgetown and talked about the clinical science behind it and brought the physicians in there and then other ones he would just do webinars for for patients but he filled up both of those through targeted podcast interviews because he was out there talking about it. And even if you are a great communicator at 30 or 45 minutes, you can't tell everything and especially without visuals. So it was a natural thing where he set up the problem. He teased the solution and then invited the people to come back to find more. Other one is Dr. Tanisha Ward down in in Texas. She had a local following there but she wanted a bigger presence. And even locally, she was having a hard time getting some local media, some local PR, because they're just like, who are you? And she was able to use podcast interviews on a national level to say, look, I've been talking to all these different places and then give that credibility. So she had more credibility in her own community right? What was it? I think Mark Twain said, you got to be 50 miles from your hometown to be an expert. Go (laughs) out on targeted podcast interviews to get the expertise. So then when you come back to your hometown, they'll go, oh, they are an expert.
1: (laughs) How did you get involved in this? I know when you were first looking at it, Podcasts were probably in its infancy. So, you know, like how did you get started?
0: Going way, way back. So, my first job out of college was running nuclear power plants in the Navy. So I am an engineer by degree. I think like an engineer with systems and processes. Then I worked for the Stryker Corporation, both as an engineer and out in the field with the doctors. I loved that. Then we had a sideline business. It was direct-to-patient durable medical equipment rental in two thousand. Eight, we were voted the second unsexiest thing to sell online. We lost out to industrial lubricants, right? But what we found is that you could use other people's audiences online to build your business because we built that entire business. Off of guest blogging. We had a website that was up there. We'd go and blog on different sites. Now, that was 20 years ago, right? Blogs aren't as popular anymore. They don't work as well. And so back in 2014, started to test, could you use podcast interviews? Almost the same way we used to use guest blogging 20 years ago to get in front of the audiences, to get that known trust. And it works great. And I would say it's even worked better after COVID, because so many more people are open to, to listening, to not going to events. Life's busy, and they want to listen to you when they want, where they want, and at the speed they want.
1: Absolutely. I find that I do a lot of podcasts listening to when I'm out walking the dog in the morning. And I know that a lot of people listen to their podcasts while they're on the treadmill or exercising in the gym, because what else are you going to do to divert your attention while you're doing your reps? So the great thing about podcasts is that you could download them and then listen to them anytime that it's not like a radio show where you have to listen Listen to it at the exact time that it's being
0: broadcast. And it's interesting. The data says 51% of the U.S. population, adult population, listens to podcasts. And on average, they're above average income. They're above average education. And I remember somebody saying, when do you think it'll get to 100%? I'm like, I don't think we're going to get to 60% because there's so many people out there that aren't looking for new things. They're not looking for better. While we're listening to podcasts, trying to find new information, they're listening to 80s rock and roll. They're so proud they haven't read a book since high school. And if those are your ideal customers that you want, don't go on podcasts. But if you're looking for people that are more educated, more discerning, higher income, and are looking for what's better, not just what's cheaper, then you want to be on podcasts because they're looking for answers. You want to make sure that they find you when you're looking for answers.
1: Absolutely. It will never be a hundred percent as you pointed it out because there are people that are looking for ideas and creation of solutions. And there are people in the population that just want to look at pictures and videos
0: And even 10% of the U.S. population is hearing impaired. They're not going to listen to your podcast interview. But what I like about it is that you can create in the way that's easiest for you and then repurpose it. So, you know, if you can take 45 minutes away from your practice, go on a podcast interview. Talk about what you love, right? There's not a whole lot of preparation. You're talking about your passion, your experience, your patience. You're sharing your expertise there. Then you go on with your day and you've got that 45 minutes of content that you can take to other people, agencies, your team, freelancers to repurpose. And now they can turn that into a blog, an article, social media posts. I always say that writing a blog for me, is homework, right? It's like going to the dentist and I apologize if there's any dentist here, but it, I will avoid that. But getting on and talking, that's easy. And it's wonderful because I can use my time and stuff that I do the best and then leverage that to create content in other ways too.
1: Interview Valet is very clever in its concept in that <clears throat> you are appealing to several different segments of the population in that you are producing podcasts, so that it's something for people to listen to, but you're also attracting people that want help getting on podcast, which is how you help people as well. So it's like several different aspects to make your machine propel forward.
0: And I wish I could say it was my great plan on this. And just a backstory, one of my favorite lines that I would always say is that we're all selling Preparation H, right? Nobody really wants your product or service. Nobody wants a new hip. Nobody wants a a root canal, anything like that. They just want their pain to go away. And I had already joked about that. And uh, early on, when I was teaching how to do podcast interview marketing, one of our clients came to me and he said, listen... I just want my pain to go away. I don't want you to train me to be a proctologist. He says, I work with interview valet because uh, you, your doctor recommend, or you're recommended, you give relief fast. And he's at the end of the day, I want to be the guest and you take care of the rest. And I'm like, oh, that's good copy. I've got to and we that was our tagline after that.
1: That's really a great idea. <clears throat> By the way, not that this is a promotion for preparation age. I used to tell all my patients that. You should always keep Preparation H in a cabinet of your kitchen. And in case you're saying like, why? And it is because if you sustain a burn on your hand from cooking and you put preparation on it right away, it prevents the swelling
0: and the pain. See, I never do that. So you always learn something on a podcast interview. (laughs)
1: <laughs> That's true. That's- now there is something else that I would like to touch upon. And that is unfortunately for you, that interview valet is no longer the only one that provides the service. You do have a little competition out there. So <clears throat> how is it that you get your eyes and ears on you and put you ahead of the competition in the field.
0: Yeah. And I would push back that I don't think that's an unfortunate thing. I think that's great. The the world needs more. The world needs better, right? We couldn't serve everyone. We've got 35 people on our team. And as the market's grown, we've had different people come into the market and they have different focuses, different verticals that they focus on, different things, right? Some people need very basic, Press training. We don't do that. Our clients come to us. They're experts, right? They have spoken before. And so uh, I always look at it if somebody's coming in here and helping the market, I'll help them. I wrote a book. I was talking to a gentleman the other day in Europe, built his whole agency in Europe based off of my book and what it taught. It's like, I am not going to start interview valet in whatever Eastern European language that was. God love them. I think that's great there. But I would say the same way with any professional, right? The way to stand out is always be doing something new, right? The cutting edge. And I always tell our team, they will always be able to copy what we did, right? Because we share it openly, but they'll never be able to copy what we're doing or what we're going to do. So yeah, if you're just, you're looking for state of the art, Five years ago, then that's pretty easy there. But if you're looking at state of the art now, every year I give a keynote at Podcast Movement on the state of podcast guesting. And there's a lot of you said competitors, I would say contemporaries that own other agencies that are in the room for that because we've got the database, we've got more experience, and we always share what we're learning with there. Our mission is to personally introduce inspiring thought leaders to millions of people they could serve for the betterment of all. And that's what we really focus on. And it's not, I don't see the world as win-lose or a, a small amount of pie. I think there's a place for everyone that's adding value to the market. Just, I want to make sure that I'm always the one that is seen as leading and giving our clients the best value.
1: This episode is sponsored by Building Forward Now. Are you struggling to get you and your team engaged? By changing the way you see your work, you will transform how you manage and engage your team. Here is how you can make a simple yet powerful difference. Get five steps to create an engaged team, a free eight page ebook where you will read five easy ways you can implement right now at no cost and immediate results you'll learn that you can proactively address the employee charm facing your practice or business. Why spend time and money constantly training new staff? Simply go to subscribe-age.io forward slash five dash steps dash form dash David by Dr. David Blake, who guides practice and business owners how to foster workforce engagements. The address will appear in the show notes. Now, I return to our podcast. Now that you have discussed podcast movement, it makes me realize that's where I met you originally. And one one of the assets of the podcast movement was like a speed dating room where people who ran their own podcasts would have like a minute. At the table with people who are looking to get on a podcast and they would each discuss what they were looking for and then the whistle would blow and you'd go over to the next table but that made me realize i have listened to your lectures in the past
0: (laughs) i was gonna say i believe that was in nashville and we sponsored that because i loved it because in my mind the greatest gift you can ever give someone is introducing them to a new person or a new idea, right? Most people now can buy what they want, right? And it's probably one click away in Amazon. But introducing somebody to a new idea, a new person, often when you make a referral from one physician to another, right? You get more credit for that because thank you so much for introducing that person to me. I I always love those introductions.
1: I'm sure that more than one person has come to you saying, I would love to go on a podcast, but what I talk about or what I specialize in is not that sexy and probably something that nobody would be interested in. I have no idea what I would say that would engage listeners. What would you tell them? Would you say that everybody really can be a podcast?
0: One of my favorite beliefs is that what's ordinary to you is amazing to others, right? We all underestimate our experience and overestimate other people's experience, right? So if you're a physician and you've got a small niche, right? The great great part of the world is not going to care about that. But you know what? Nationally and globally, those people that are afflicted by it, that's their whole world right they want to learn that those people that have a loved one that's dealing with that means the world to them right so today it's not just how many people in a 10 mile radius are interested but how many people in the world is are and the other thing that i used to struggle with is i'm not the expert and actually a friend of mine that's a, a lawyer helped me with this and he said you know what the legal definition of an expert is right and don't quote me on this, but it's basically someone by their training, their experience and their knowledge has more knowledge than the than the normal person, right? So if you're working in your business, 40, okay, 60 hours plus a week, you've got a whole lot of expertise there right? If, If you went through training, you've got a lot of expertise after medical school, much less residency and practicing. If you're trying something new, right? If you're the first doctor to successfully use TikTok for geriatric orthopedics, I want to find you because I don't know how it would work. If you can do that, you've got expertise in that. I think what you have is amazing to the right people in the world. It's just finding those people. And today, more than ever, it's easy to get there, right? There's a podcast for everything. There's an audience that their life would be changed just hearing you.
1: I'm sure there are a lot of people, Tom, that are listening now saying, I want that. How can they reach you? And how could you help them get on podcasts?
0: All right, look, a little behind the curtain here. If you're ever on a podcast... Make it easy for the listeners, because you're driving, walking your dog. So always give them one easy place to go to. So it's interview, valet with a v dot forward slash m t d. For marketing tips for doctors. And on that page, there's three ways. There's one, an assessment 10 questions. Will podcast interview marketing work for you? I mentioned my book before. You can buy it on Amazon, or if you just go to that site, I'll be happy to mail you a copy if you're in the US or email it if you're outside there. And then finally, if you're like, this makes a lot of sense, I'd like to see how we could do this. I'll put my calendar scheduling link there. You can connect with me. So just go to interview valet.com forward slash mtd and all that information will be there
1: that's wonderful thank you so much for being on the show today tom i've learned a lot and i'm sure my listeners have as well thank you this has been another episode of marketing tips for doctors with your host dr barbara hales till next time